Welcome to track number 32 of Finish What You Started. So when you come to the church, sometimes you find love that you never find at home. You find happiness that you never find at home. How many realize when you leave the camp, you are going to enter certain frustrations and other... Hey! I wish we can stay here for a long time. We want more. We want more. To be happy in the presence of the Lord. We are going out to go and see certain things. Hey! But love is such a beautiful thing. Huh? God wants us to have love. And we have to fight all people that take away love. There are people whose presence brings war. David said, they have surrounded me, O Lord. They have surrounded me like bees. They always want to bring fighting and war, trouble. Huh? But through the power of the Lord, we're going to see the peace. Number four. To have a large, successful ministerial team. A large team of pastors and shepherds. How can we have a large team of pastors and shepherds without loyalty? We must be loyal to one another. We we are comrades. If one comrade goes down, we are all going down. So we, we, we can't let our brother go down. Our brother must do well. Our friend must do well. Our friend must be happy. Our friend's uh, marriage must work. Our friend's church must work. Because we are brothers. We are brothers. We are sisters. There's a song like that. My brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes And there's no foe that can defeat us While we walk inside by side As long as there is love, we will stand You're my brother, you're my sister So take me by the hand Together we will work till he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us while we walk inside by side. As long as there is love, we will stand. Because you're my brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work. Immediately, Godwin and who else went there? Kennedy. You, where, how far was it? 300 kilometers from where? You, you had a call at what time? I, I had a call at uh, 11 in the morning. Uh, they asked me, are you Pastor Godwin? I said, yes. So we have some bad news. 
uh, there's been an accident at uh, uh, Pastor Simkai's workplace and he couldn't make it. And so what did you do next? Uh, from there, I got confused initially and then I, I had to find my bearings and then I found, I found, uh, uh, I tried to phone here, I couldn't get through and then I found, uh, I tried to phone Daddy Nee, I couldn't get through. I found Ghana. Oh. Yeah, Ghana. Yes. Uh, he was in Nigeria, so I tried to call. I couldn't get through. I then go through to uh, Reverend Kingsley, and then and where was Reverend Kingsley? He was in Ghana. He was in Ghana. Yes. And See, then, as soon as something happens, calling Nigeria, Pastor Ni, who brought him to the Lord, who trained him, then calling uh, this one in Ghana, calling here. You see, immediately, that's where you will see who we are, and uh, actually, we are a large ministerial team together. Yeah. Uh-huh. What happened? And uh, when, when I did that, he then said to me, Go to the place, go and look at the place and make sure it is him. So, ah, I, that's what Pastor Kingsley told you. Yes, you should go there and see. Go and see. So, I drove to Harare where and then I picked Kennedy and then we then drove to the mortuary where he had been put. So, when we got there, we went into the mortuary and we actually uh, to check and then when we saw it was him you pulled out we pulled out the the tray from the fridge and then we stood there and made sure that it was him and then i then called again and you stood there for how long oh about one hour 40, 45 minutes we're just standing there until the mortuary man said it's enough you you, you have, please it's enough because it's our brother yeah it's our brother and as soon as i heard the news in Accra, i became disturbed you understand yeah and i started calling i said like did you tell this boy to come i called i said serena did you did you she said i did i did i did last week i said that i spoke to him i did this i did this because i was feeling guilty it's like maybe he was supposed to come and i was supposed to let him come but maybe I, somebody didn't do his work or something so i started calling what's going on yeah and then and what happened? And then I, I called again uh, 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 Reverend Kingsley and said, it's true. Uh, it's him. And then I then got through to uh, Daddy Nee and we cried over the phone. We cried we together. We cried together over the phone. He cried, a grown-up man. And then Pastor Nia Jedu, who used to be in Zimbabwe, and him cried together on the phone. Because we are not working together for money. No. There's something else that something. has brought us together. Yeah. They cry together on the phone. You cry in your country. I cry in my country. We all cry on the phone. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Huh? Hey. You understand? Yeah. Because God makes us one to fight together as one big, large ministerial team. We are loyal to each other. We try to be faithful to each other, to help, to do whatever. Isn't it? Yes. And through that, we can build bigger, more, wider. And you can see that the distance does not matter. And so at the funeral, what happened at the funeral? Uh, we, 
after that, this that uh, he said, uh, ask the parents because he knows in Zimbabwe we very very quickly. Yes, in Zimbabwe we very very quickly. Yes. yes, yeah. He said, go and talk to the father and ask him to delay the, the funeral until I've come. So we then drove to the father's village about another 300 kilometers in another direction and, and went to speak to him and said, look, a uh, bishop is sending uh, some senior pastors to come and be with us and also do the burial. So please, delayed by about five days. So he accepted. And then uh, we were constantly in, in touch with uh, Daddy Nee and he, he made arrangements and he flew over to Zimbabwe with, uh, with Reverend Hamish. They came and we felt very, very, very cushioned and comforted and loved. Wow. Powerful. Amen. And we were also constantly getting calls from Amakezia. She called us saying, how are you guys doing? Strengthen the rest. Uh, Lady Pastor Ivan also strengthen the rest. Mm. God will strengthen everybody. Uh, Reverend uh, Hamish and Reverend Nia on their way, strengthen everybody. Yeah. Hey. You are my brother. You're my brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand. Together. Mega Church. Now, Godwin, when did you know that you had a mega church in December? What well, is it? After. Loyalty will let you have a big church. But you tell me, after after the funeral, because no, you- after the no, not the funeral. The daughter, yeah, after after yes, after the daughter, uh, Lady, uh, Lady Pastor Elaine came to Zimbabwe to. She was sent by uh, an mommy to come and have daughter with us. So she came and she saw our situation. Uh, Zimbabwe, no food, no this, yes. no everything. And uh, I mean, we had to run around and do this. And, and I mean, you really need to know where you are going to get some things. Simple things like sugar. You need to do one or two things and organize. <laughs> and as we are getting the things, you don't open your mouth anyhow. So you just... Get your things there, you go. So when she came, she saw our situation. She blessed us. We're very happy. I mean, we talked many hours of talking. And she came back to South Africa. And when she came back, little did we know that when she came here, she organized clothes, food. And it was towards Christmas. And Christmas, you know, in Africa, Christmas is food. So... <laughs> Nice. Hey, we are learning. <laughs> with uh, with uh, Reverend Jake and LP uh, uh, Kezia and everybody had the organized. And I was surprised when uh, uh, Reverend Jake called me and said, Godwin, we've organized some things here. When can you come and pick them? He said, they are clothes and food. And when we drove 
with Kennedy. We drove all the way. We came here with two buckies and filled whole another is a big 3.5 tanner was full with clothes and food and man. and when we go back home, food from the south african brothers yes for the zimbabwean brothers yes wow i want more i want more so we got we came here i think on the 22nd of was it 22nd of December or 21st? And, uh, and we, when we go back, it was, we go back Christmas. And we, it was food, clothes for church members and people, powerful. And what type of food? I mean, pap, I mean, pap, pap. I mean, it was maize meal, tin fish, pasta. I mean, look, some of, uh, one brother made a comment. He said, Charlie, the last time I ate this, my stomach would be surprised to see this. Thing. <laughs> and somebody came and made a comment. They said, Charlie, now I know we have a mega church. We are part of a very big family. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a blessing. Number six, to have a long-lasting ministry. Hey! Long-lasting ministry. Alright? If we have a big church, we can have a long ministry. Now, some people don't know that when they break away from their church, sometimes they are shortening their ministry. For instance, if you have a big church like Lighthouse, let's say if a pastor in the church dies. Somebody, because it's a big family, somebody can step in. Some arrangements can be made. But if it is just you've broken off one church on your own, you understand? And you have a little church, whatever your church is, Gubligob Chapel International or Gubligob Ministries. Now, when you die, what's going to happen to that little church with 60 members? Usually it will die. So people don't know. That being part of a large family is actually an advantage that helps you to have a long-lasting ministry that will live beyond you. So you come back and see things you started, things you did, things you were involved with. They are there. They have outlived your life. They have outlived your time. They are there beyond you. That is why, you see, it is important for us not to have that personal ownership spirit on the church. That this one is mine. Because it cannot be yours. Because you too, you are temporary. Even on earth, you are temporary. So we should rather try to have a church that does not depend on a person. So that it goes long after us, it will be there. For me, I'll be so happy if one day I'm in heaven. Maybe Jesus has not come. And I'm in heaven. I look down and I can see that churches are there. They are working. They are doing this. They are starting this. They are doing that. They are be happy. But if I look from heaven and I see that if the whole thing collapsed, somebody has taken over this one, orangulized this, for the church, changed the church into a school or something foolish like that. I feel very sad. Would you not feel sad? Yes. So, when you have a lo- when you have loyalty, you can have a long lasting ministry because between you and I, you get it, 
it, we are all loyal to God and we are loyal to one another. So you can do it for some time. I can. You can do. I can do. You can do. I can do. You can do. I can do. Because we are one. We are brothers. We are sisters. So take me by the hand. Huh? And what again? Hey, you are tired. Police! You're my brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work till he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us when we walk inside by side. As long as there is love, we will stand. Cause you're my brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work till we pass. There's no more that can defeat us when we walk inside by side. As long as there is Seven, in order to reap a full reward and hear Jesus say, Well done, good and which is good and loyal, isn't it? Not good and singing, or good and happy, or good and dancing, but good and faithful. Even if you can't sing like Grace, or you can't dance like what are their names? What? Yandelewa Zingle And what again? Yanga Hey I need grace to I want more You can't dance like that You can't sing like this one But you have faithfulness You are going to get your reward How many are glad that even though you cannot dance like uh, Who? Zinglewe Zingler, younger. Yeah, if you can't dance like them, you can still have a good reward for faithfulness. One day I was dancing, and my wife laughed at me. Since then, all my dancing has gone. Oh! But I still have faithfulness. And through the faithful, even though the dancing is gone, through faithfulness, I think I can still get my reward in heaven. Hey! And I was dancing, another church member was laughing at me. I said, Oh! There is no shame. But it is a well done, good, and dancing servant. If it was done, then I would practice every day. I said, good and faithful. That's what I want to hear him say. All I want to hear him say is, well done. Yeah. Go on. Well done. Well done. Good and faithful servant. Well done. When I see his precious face, all I want to hear him say is, well done. Yeah. Well done. Well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, when I see his precious face, 
finish his ministry how many people did not finish their ministry number eight Joab Joab did not finish his work as a commander of David's army Joab began as a commander of the army I would say Joab in 2nd Samuel chapter 8 verse 15 the son of Zeruiah was over the host he was a commander of the army but David in the end commanded the execution of his own commander. Hey! He said, let not his whole head go down to the grave in peace. First Kings chapter 2 verse 1 to 6. So he started as David's favorite commander. 
And in the end, David ordered his execution. Is that how to end? No. He also did not finish his ministry as the commander of the armies of the Lord. Number eight, nine. Nine. Ahitophel did not finish his work as a counselor. He lacked remembrance, which if the camp was continuing, we would have gone into this one. Remembrance. It's a new book that has just been released. Remembrance. But Ahitophel in Second Samuel chapter 17 verse 23 Bible says And Absalom sent for Ahitophel the Gilonite David's counselor from his city Amen. Amen When Ahitophel saw that his counsel was not followed he saddled his ass and arose and got him home to his house to the city and put his household in order and hanged himself and died in Psalm 55, David speaks and laments about Ahitophel. He said, My heart is so pain within me, and the terrors of death have fallen on me. I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, then I would fly away and be at rest. Destroy, O oh Lord, and divide their tongues, for I have seen violence and strife in the city. Psalm 55, verse 12. For it was not an enemy that reproached me. But then I could have borne it. Neither was it he that hated me that did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid myself from him. But it was thou, a man mine equal, my guide, mine acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked into the house of God in company. Let death seize upon them. And let them go down quickly into hell. For wickedness is in their dwellings among them. As for me, I will call upon God. And the Lord shall save me. Amen. Amen. Ahitophel started out as a counselor. In the end, he just hanged himself to end everything. Is that the way to finish your calling? No. So no one should start out as we walk to the church, the house of God in company. We're together going to church. And suddenly, you turn around and change things. So, do not become someone who begins. Now, why did Ahitophel do that? Because of bitterness. Apparently, Bathsheba, whom David slept with, was the granddaughter or so of Ahitophel. Something like that. Though there was some relation. Uh, it's in one of my books somewhere. I forget. Now, he was probably bitter. Why did David do that? Do you get it? How many of you are bitter? Hey! Forget how many are, are not so happy with your fathers, your earthly father. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Yeah. Let it all go out. Can I have an Amen. Tell your neighbor, lifestyle change. God has brought you to the church and He's given you everything you didn't get from your father 
He's given it to you in the house of the Lord. I'm telling you. And even those who you think they have fathers and so on, you'll be surprised when you go into their life, you realize that a lot of things their fathers don't do, say, or have any involvement in their lives. You don't know. So, rather than becoming bitter, you, if you become bitter, you will destroy yourself and hang yourself. Maybe fathers are human beings. They are sinners. Just like you and I. So they are full of mistakes. And you, if you are the son or the daughter, you will experience the mistakes of a human being. But you too don't also now follow up with your own mistake. Followed up by the rewards and harvest of your mistakes. I can't emphasize this more. Ladies especially. You are some of you are bitter against your daddy. Hey! Because you see, boys are attracted to girls. And girls are attracted to their fathers more than their mothers. Or they are attracted to their father in a certain way. Yes. Are you there? Yeah. Is it true or is it not true? Yes. So they, they, they are attracted to their fathers in a way and the fathers have a soft spot for their daughters. And sometimes mothers are even jealous of the daughter's relationship with their father. I'm talking about biological daughter. This is me and you. We have given birth to this one. And you like her more than me. Hey! True or not true? And sometimes you see them shouting at them, even stacking the child from the father. Go away. Go and do this. Go and brush your teeth. Go and read your book. Go and do your homework. Why are you there? It's like you are being pampered by somebody who doesn't really know how bad you are. Go and do your homework. And their daughters are attracted. They are attracted. Women, that is why a father will be more attractive to the daughter than her own husband. Because originally they were going to the husband looking for what they were looking for in the father. Then after you find out that this husband is looking for sex and some other things which don't, fathers don't do. And that was not what you were after. So in the end, you see that you are not getting that thing from the husband. And they're still looking for the father figure and the father who is up there. And so sometimes God gives you that thing in the church, in the house of the Lord. Amen. Don't be worried. Most of us don't have normal homes. How many didn't have a normal home? Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you didn't have a normal those of you who have no normal homes, raise your hand so that we can see you after church and then you show us all the normal things that we missed. <laughs> hey! It's fantastic, isn't it? Ladies, don't be bitter. God will give to you what you don't have. Amen. Why should you go from boy to boy looking for reassurance? You like me? You like me? Hold me. One day, (laughs) 
a certain sister. She said to me, It's not that I wanted sex. He said, Oh, I just wanted a hug. Sisters, is it true? It's true or it's not true? I just wanted a hug. I just wanted to feel safe. Uh, You had a song like that. Just now you were singing. The brother wants more than a hug. You want a hug, I want more. just want a hug. Brothers, how many wanted more? I want more. And that, so so she said, she said to me, all I wanted was a hug. Finish what you started. <laughs> Finish what you started. Ay! We are sorry. Sisters, we are sorry. I just wanted a hug. I just wanted to feel safe, to be reassured, and it turned into something else. I want more. more. (laughs) Is it not amazing? So you sometimes you get bitter against the man who wanted more. Against the father who didn't give you more. Against life. And then you are now Bortele Bitter Widow. Do you know Bortele Bitter Widow? A bitter widow with quinine in your mouth, bitterness, and you see the woman walking around with bitterness. Don't worry, my dear, Jesus can heal you, and He will be everything you didn't have that no human being can ever give to you. You'll find it in Jesus, amen. That's why He says, Come closer to me. Yes. Hey! Angel police. Angel police. <laughs> Come closer to me. Closer to me. Lord, not to him. I want to hear you. And 
Oh, how many want Jesus to touch you? All those doubts and all those fears that you've had all through the years. I wanna hear. I wanna hear you. Oh, sisters, how many want him to hold you and heal you? Closer to me. Do you want to have sex with him? No. I wanna hear. I wanna hear. Sing it, my dear. I wanna touch you. All those doubts and all those fears that you've tried on through the years. I wanna hear you say, the Lord. You've tried so hard to hide all the pain you feel inside. Oh. You hope nobody sees through your disguise. Instead, you wish somebody. they are looking for that sometimes they are even bitter about and they didn't have and that father thing that is in a pastor or that can be in a pastor not every pastor can is a father is actually something from god a small fragment of how god is yes ladies tell me the truth is true or it is not true are you looking for sex when you come to god we come to Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I need more sex. No. Huh? You're not even thinking about sex. Yeah. One day. Did I tell you? <laughs> I will not say that one here now. I should say it. I should finish what I started. (laughs) There is no shame. (laughs) How many people here are married?
one day a certain brother was complaining he said my wife does not want or like or enjoy or desire or ask for sex when she's even doing it she is just waiting for it to finish why oh why superfly because you see that is not what they are really after that is the reason why they are after that the lady said I just wanted a we want more <laughs> change your style. We want change your style. <laughs> do like this. Another do like that. One more. One more. But you just want a hug. You just want love. Please, nobody should be angry with his father today. When we go, write a card to your father and say, Daddy, from your daughter. Your daughter what? Sandra. Your daughter, Sikulewewe. Your daughter, Sakabalulu. I love you, my daddy. That's all. That's all. Just do it because I told you. Just do it because I told you. Just do it. Are you a daughter? Are you a child? Sons obey. Daughters obey. Just obey. Don't think. Obey. Shoot. Shoot. Don't talk. Dear daddy, I love you. Sikilewewe. Hey. Is it powerful? Come closer to me. Come closer to me.
standing for a camp. I have to bring these dancers to camp. What do you think? Is it a good idea? You want more? You want more? Sit down. See what the Lord can do. You'll be dancing, you think you are not doing anything. Before you realize the gold coins were under the carpet. It was the last dance was going to bring the, 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 the coin. Then when they are calling you, you say you are tired. Hey! You are about to miss your 12 gold coins. That's why we have to finish you. That the blessing is in the last section. Eesh. So even though you've been doing, 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 you have to finish the very end. Even when you are lying down, your conscience starts to beat you that you haven't finished. We have one more. One, one, one more. Hey. I want more. So what was I telling you about? Ahitophel? He didn't finish his counseling work in the church. Who is the next person? How many people do you have? Nine. Nine. Who is number one? Jesus. Number two. Jesus. Number three. Jesus. Hey. Jesus. Number four. Joash. <laughs> Joash. Who didn't take the prophetic thing seriously? The next one is who? Elijah's, Elijah's first servant. Number six. Lot's wife. Oh, Lot's wife. Hmm? Wife too, you shouldn't backslide. The next one is what? Absalom. Hey. And who's the next one? Joab. Oh, commander. And you used to command the choir. At the end they said, sack that guy, that choir leader. I don't want him in the church again. Is that how you want to end your ministry? Is it a good end? You didn't finish what you started. You were commanding the choir. And then they come and the pastor said, That guy, I don't want to see his face again. Ah, we should have turned to the end so that when you die, we come with great testimonies about you. Amen. One day, there was a certain pastor. In Switzerland. Yeah, one of our pastors. One day they had a meeting. And there were some guys, some of the pastors were about to turn into rebels. We came up with all kinds of ideas. We want a percentage of the offerings. We want this. We want this. It's not that they want more. They were not having anything. They wanted all. They wanted some. We want some. And we say, you are working where you work, work there. This one is a lay thing. Don't mix it up. To win a war, you must become war. So we are declaring war on all such lay pastors or lay people. 
they will sack you from the church. Sharp, sharp. So, there was one of my pastors. And this pastor, you know, years ago, when I was going to start the church there, he was the only person that I knew. I didn't even really know him. But I went to him. And he helped me to start that church. He welcomed me to his house. I, he had only one room in his house at that time because he had just been divorced and he was living all, all alone. And he welcomed me to sleep in his room with him. He said, if you would like to sleep, I, I slept while I sleep with you. So I slept. He slept. Here is he and here am I. Here is he. Here I am. One for you. One for me. Hey! We bathed in the same bathroom. Toileted in the same toilet. And then we sat in the same car. And he took me around. The whole of Switzerland. He took me to somebody's house. He said, I'm going to take you to all... He was a musician. I'm going to take you to all um, my people that I, I knew. And he took me to their houses one by one. In the night, in the evening. He'd take me here and I'll go. And say, oh, this is a pastor from Ghana. Come to start a church. And they say, oh, I see. Then talk with them. Some of witness to them. Give your life to Christ and I pray with them. So we are starting a church at here. You can come. I went round house to house. He took me to several places. His name was Charles. Now they had a meeting. These guys who wanted to do various things. And they tried to involve him. So they, they said, you want to do that? We, we want people to sign the letter. To say that, yes, we are going to do this from now. We are not, no, I'm not just going to accept it. Monkey, they work. Baboon, they chop. And he said, no. I cannot do that. Even if I have any problem, I cannot do that. Cannot be. So, they got, 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 and they got four people to sign. And they brought their letter. But it was a few months before he was about to die. He, he even didn't know that he was going to die. And suddenly, he went to, out to work one day. When he came, he got into his kitchen. Or he just fell down in the kitchen. They came, he said, he said I feel tired. And he fell down. And that was it. He was gone. When I heard that he was dead, I said, I have to go to his funeral. I have to honor him. You see, he would have been taken out at the last week. <laughs> Somebody who helped us to do everything that we have done there. Huh? Somebody who made it possible, made a way, did everything, helped me, put me in the place, took me round and round and round, gave me food to eat, helped me when there was nobody. Huh? Just a few weeks before he was to die, here comes people who are coming to remove him from a certain... Yeah. Just a few more weeks left of his life. When he died, I, I was somewhere... I changed my, my schedule. Because, you know, I, I went there and I preached at his funeral. 
And the last thing I said, I turned to the coffin and I said, Charles, I want to say thank you for how you helped me. Pastor Richard, do you remember? Yes. I said, I want to say thank you. And I would not have been there to say thank you if he had written. Because all the guys who have written the letter, they have all left. Because even when they wrote the letter, they said, we want, they said, okay, we agree to this. Then they still said, we want to leave. So you see that it was not the reason. They want more. Are you there? Yeah. So, watch out. If you've done something good, you've done some good things, make sure you finish what you started. But if you don't take care, you will not finish what you started. And at the very end of all your good works you've done, your good, 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 and at the end, you, you will see that because you didn't go from your conscience. Let your conscience leave. His child said, and then after the funeral, his son, he had a son. His son also said to one of the pastors and the pastor told me he said that when Pastor Charles was alive he said that I know when I die Lighthouse will bury me yeah he said I know and it was true because I could not forget him because that church was a very important church it is an important church amen are you there to finish what you started. I like what I see. I like what he's doing in me. But I've got to finish. I want him to finish and I want you to finish. Andy, you've done something good, but I need you to finish. Pastor, you've done something good. Hamish, you've done. Pastor Obi, you've done. But I tell you, if you don't finish, you'll be like the person who missed the 12 gold coins. When they gave the girl the 12 gold coins, they laughed. They said, this was your pay. We were all watching. We didn't do that part. You know how you can sweep around the carpet? And you don't <laughs> take the carpet and sweep under. Mercy. Are you there? Shake your neighbor. Say, finish what you started. Okay, number one is who? Number two is who? Judas. Judas. Number three is who? Judas. Number four is who? Joash. Number five is who? Yes. Elijah's first seven. Number six is who? Yes. Lot's wife. Number seven is who? Absalom. Absalom. Number eight is who? Yes. Joab. Number nine is who? Yes. Number ten is Rehoboam. Why did I give you 10 reasons? There are more than 10. Okay. Rehoboam. He was the son of Solomon. He started his ministry as a king of 12 tribes. And suddenly it was reduced to one. Because elderly people came to advise him. Be, take your time. This is a time-taking job. Everybody say time-taking job. You have to take your time. Amen. Take your time with the people. The elderly people advised him, but he didn't mind them. When fathers are giving advice, eh, obey. You say you want to marry somebody. And the experienced fathers are saying, hey, we have seen one of this before. 
but you are forcing yourself to marry a Satan. Huh? Try to listen. Or you are marrying somebody that you shouldn't marry. And they are advising you. When elders are speaking, elders are a kind of like generalized fathers. Do you understand? He is a type of father. Watch out for people who don't listen to fathers. You'll be surprised at what can become of them. Amen. So Rehoboam in 2 Kings chapter um, chapter what? 1 Kings chapter 12 verse 1 it says, And Rehoboam went to Shechem. For all Israel was come to Shechem to make him a king. And it came to pass when Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who was in Egypt, heard of it. They sent and called him. Hey! And you police. I think you are needed. Move through the troops. Hey, police, are you tired? I need military police to arrest police. <laughs> okay, they are sorry, they are sorry. <laughs> Verse 6 And King Rehoboam consulted with the old men Amen Which they had given him And consulted with the young men That were grown up with him Which stood before him Verse 8 But he forsook the counsel of the old men and consulted with the young men that were grown up with him. So, here is a king who forsakes the advice of the old men and listens only to the people that grew up with you. Can you find somebody who grew up with you? Who grew up with you? Who are your friends who grew up with you? Can you remember any of your friends? Mention some names. Cliff, Christopher. These are people that grew up with you. So there are people that grew up with you. But there are also older, older people who didn't grow up with you. And people who are older than you who didn't grow up with you have some information and some wisdom that those who grew up with you do not have. I agree that those who grew up with you also have something good to say. But those who did not grow up with you and that is the signal of a father or people to be careful of. When the person doesn't grow up with you and he's even three years older than you, or even sometimes even younger than you, but he doesn't he didn't grow up with you. He may be far older than you in terms of wisdom. Watch out. And listen. And the Bible says he forsook the advice of the old men who did not grow up with him. And he took the advice of the young men who grew up with him. And he lost everything. He started out as a king of Israel 
12 tribes he ended up within one week he was left with only one tribe he never finished the kingship of Israel within a week it was over and he became a tribe's chief of a one tribe mercy he didn't finish what he started look let me tell you hello 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 are you listening I want to give you a secret right here hey hey are you ready for a secret be attracted to fathers yes and and older people you know and as i'm preaching now i'm remembering something that i I have said i remember when bishop charles blake came to ghana you know he's some 60 something getting to 70 if not 70 and i remember saying that you know i am attracted to people that are older and that have been around for long because i tell you within the next one or two years you can be bumped off they bump you off life and ministry so you see somebody who's been there one year two years three years four years five years ten years twenty years hey me i've been married for 20 years this is my 20th year of marriage Some of you have not even married. Obviously, there, there is something that I know that you don't know. And then I've been married for 20 years of the same woman to the same woman. I've been sleeping with the same woman for the last 20 years. Can you imagine how much work has gone into this marriage? There is no shame in marriage. You may scream. Yes. Obviously, I have some experience that you may not have after your three years of marriage. You are you are you have not yet entered at all. You have no idea. Some of you are entering married with dreamy eyes, singing "Love is such a beautiful thing." That's all that you are saying. Love is such a beautiful thing. Love is such a beautiful thing. Nobody gets to much heaven no more. It's much harder to come by. I'm waiting in line. And nobody shows too much love anymore. It's as high as a mountain. But, but after you've been married for some years, you may not be singing it this way. Maybe say nobody gets so much food anymore. Nobody gets too much attention anymore. Nobody gets too much sex anymore.
if somebody is able to be married, have problem, crisis, situation, and he still likes his wife or his husband, it is something that you may not know as you are now coming. But some of you, the day you see one of those crises, you'll be off forever. No, I don't like you again. From the day that you said that thing to me, something went out of my spirit. Something left me for this marriage. One, one, one sister said, I feel I'm not married. I don't have, my heart is out. Then I told her, I said, I said to her, you know something? Your marriage is better than most marriages. I told her, most marriages. I told her, I said, me, I know my lot of marriages. Yes. I said, your marriage is better than most. As you say, your heart is now gone. You can't do this again. You are now, it is over. This, this, that, that, talking. Hey! Hey! You don't know what you have. So I told her, I said, you don't know what you have. People have seen wilder, wilder things. And they are smiling, having sex two times a day, three times a day, four times a day is necessary. Hey! Four and a half times. Two halves make one. And still having hugs. You, you are just three years, you've seen small crises. So obviously, somebody who's been there, if they, just, if they didn't grow up with you, you'd be surprised that he has some, something, to, some advice. And if you have wisdom, you'd have heard throughout the camp, you'd be getting nuggets of wisdom to help your life. How many realize that it's not a marriage seminar, but there are certain things. How many have realized that certain vital areas of your life we are talking about the ministry, but your life. Hey! Gray areas are being solved. What do you think? Is it powerful? Yeah. We will teach you how to smile after 20 years. After 20 years, you'll be smiling. Say, yeah, I love you, baby. Yeah. I thought you used to say, I love you, baby. In those days. But after 20 years, after 10 years, after 5 years, after up and down, up and down, up and down, you still can smile and say, I love you, baby. I like you, baby. Most marriages end in either divorce or they are just there. Here is your side. Here is my side. One for you, one for me. Did I tell you the story about the one for you, one for me? The guy who bought the digestive biscuit, the big one. Two. The shortest story so far. <laughs> so Rehoboam, oh Rehoboam, you should have finished what you started. You started as the king of Israel. But you didn't finish. Amen. Number 11. Luke Luke Do you know Luke? Luke, Luke Luke How should I say it? Luke or Luke Or Lukey 
endings Luke did not finish he did not finish writing the book of Acts Luke the physician who was writing the book of Acts he didn't finish it is the book that ends abruptly you don't know we don't know, know what happened to Paul he was writing, writing then he got to Rome and then that was it he said for two years he was staying at a place and that was the end the rest is fables and he never tells us what happened So you can write, you can do, but if you don't finish, sometimes you leave the people without knowing what happened. Look, these guys, Matthew and all those guys, some of them didn't finish writing some of the things. Let me ask you a question. Hey, who is taking my volume? Eish. Eish. Now, uh-huh. Hey. Are you there? One, two. Let me ask you a question. If you are Matthew, eh, can I ask you a question? Uh, as a person, when you get to heaven, go and ask him. You are, your name is Matthew. You are with Jesus. He's doing miracles. One day, somebody dies and is buried. After four days, you are with Jesus. He goes to the person's house to the cemetery and he raises the person from the cemetery after four days now if you are writing miracles that important miracles that happen will you write this one or you will not write this one I'm asking you a question will you write it but Matthew didn't write it Matthew didn't write it Mark didn't write it Luke didn't write it it is John who, who wrote it? All these guys left it up. If so, if John had also decided not to do his part, then we would, not, we would never even know about it. Lazarus, come out. We never know. Do you remember the blind man whom Jesus healed? That the Pharisees were angry with, and they said, Who healed you? He said, I don't know who healed me, and I don't know his name. What I know is that once I was blind, now I can see. This is what I know. I don't know his name. I don't know whether he's ordained or what church he comes from. If, do you think it's a great miracle? And describe in detail all the things that happened. Matthew didn't write it. Mark didn't write it. Go read your Bible. Luke also didn't write it. Huh? Finish what you started. Do you remember the guy who was lying by the pool of Bethesda for 38 years? Jesus went up to him and said, Will that be made whole? And he said, I have no man to help me. No man can help you. Only Jesus can help you. No man can help you to do well financially. No man can change your life. Those who keep looking to men will lie there for 38 years. As long as you keep looking to man for a man to help you, you will be there for years and years. There will be no change. But the day that you see Jesus, the day that Jesus comes into your life, you will see a change in your life. Take it one. Take it two. Take it three. Take it four. Hey! This man who had been there for 38 years, Jesus healed him. Do you think it's a significant miracle? Matthew didn't write it. I mean, I, I want to know why he didn't. The one that I've given more is Lazarus. 
Four days dead. Raised from the cemetery. Raised from the burial grounds. And you were there. And you are writing important things. You see, so when you are doing something, you need to finish it. How many would have read, if Matthew had got 38 chapters, how many would have read all the 38 chapters? Yeah. But we have up to 28 and so we stop. But how many sometimes wish there was more? Have you read a book where you wish there was more? How many have read my book and you wish there was more? That's why I started to write at the end, to the making of many books, there is no end. I have to end here. <laughs> what do you think? Yes. So I, I, I don't know what you are leading out in your ministry. Huh? Look, he wrote and he wrote and he wrote and he wrote and he wrote. It abruptly, it ended. And no one really knows what happened. Let me read to you something that someone wrote about Luke. He said, endings matter. Whether it is a game of rugby, a novel, or a movie, the end of it matters. Is it not true? How it ends? Does it end happily, sir? There's somebody who must not die in the film. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I've watched a film, and when the film starts, you look and say, This man is like somebody who will die in the film. This man looks like somebody who will die. This man looks like somebody, this man looks like somebody who cannot die in the film. And, and usually you are right, because if that person dies, the film will not be nice. But the way the film ends matters. If that person dies, it's too bad. One day I watched the film, I was very disappointed in the film. Very, very, I was, I was ashamed. I was ashamed with the people who made the film. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe that this was the end of it. The film was called what? Uh, something in the, in the ocean or, or storm. I think it's called storm. A storm, perfect storm. Ah. They were in the ship. The boat was going up, storm going up. That's so I was waiting to see how you know they will be saved. Not even one person was saved in the film. Everybody, we water and go up, down, up, down. It's a step in the surviving. In the end, the film ended. Everybody died in the film. I was, I was ashamed. Too bad. Endings matter. Yes. That's why I see Rambo. But he cannot die. That's why we like that film. So we watch it. See that. There is no shame. They will torture him, but he will escape. Yes. He's very strong. If you are making somebody in your film, make him strong. So that he cannot easily die. Have you ever wondered why the book of Acts ends as it does? The book has been following the apostle's life through all sorts of dangers and challenges. He ends up in Rome under house arrest he preaches in rome and has some success then we read in acts 20 verse 30 he lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him proclaiming the kingdom of god and teaching about the lord jesus christ 
with all boldness and without hindrance. The end. That's the end. I mean, we are following crisis. He says he's going to die in Rome. This, this, this. He lived there and he preached the end. How do you end it? We don't know how, what's going on next. What happened next? Was Paul released? Was he brought to trial before the emperor? Was he convicted? Was he martyred? We are not told what a strange way to end. Why on earth does Luke end this way? Huh? Hallelujah. Is it not unfortunate? So why does it end in Rome? Endings matter. Why in Rome? Alright? Now, I can't read all the rest, but I'll just end it there. Amen. Hey. So brothers and sisters, the way it ends matters. Finish what you started. Now, we are going on to something new. Four people who finished. Endings matter. So I have to end with the people who finish. <laughs> what do you think? Huh? Number one, Joseph finished his work. And Joseph said, Fear not. Am I not in the place of God? Am I, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. Amen. Amen. To bring it to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. Now, therefore, fear ye not, I will nourish you and your little ones. And Joseph dwelt in Egypt here in his father's house. And Joseph lived 110 years. And Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. The children also of Machir, the son of Manasseh, were brought up upon Joseph's knees. In other words, he was an old man. And his son's children were brought up on his knees. Amen. The children that have been brought up on my knees are my own children. But my son's children, I have not seen them be put on my knees to play with them no my son's son's children do you get it so you see you he started his good work he started having dreams and all that but he could have ended up sleeping with potiphar's wife and he would never have finished what he started tell your neighbor don't sleep with somebody's wife or husband Ask your neighbor, are you like that? Mercy. Joseph finished his work. Amen. Number two, David finished his work. Turn to First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 26 to 28. Thus David the son of Jesse reigned over all Israel. And the time that he reigned over Israel was 40 years. Seven years he reigned in Hebron, 
30 and 3 years he reigned in Jerusalem and he died in a good old age full of days full of riches and honor and Solomon his son reigned in his stead amen do you think that he finished what he started huh he finished this is the summary of David's life and in Acts chapter 13 his life is summarized again it says for David after he had served his own generation by the will of God fell on asleep and was laid unto his fathers and saw corruption amen David after he had served his own generation after he had served his own generation by the will of, will of God after not in the midst of serving his generation but after he had served his own generation by the will of God he fell asleep and was laid unto his father recently a pastor died and I knew him so I, I was not able to go to the funeral but somebody who went was there and I asked him what did they say at the funeral and they said this is the verse that was read for the funeral that David after he had served his own generation by the will of God fell asleep and the pastor who was preaching explained that everybody's life is like this you come into the world you serve your generation and you fall asleep mercy you come into the world say it with me you come into the world serve your generation fall asleep amen you come into the world serve your generation and then fall asleep wow come into the world serve your generation after that fall asleep how many are ready to finish serving your generation and David only fell asleep when he had finished serving his generation like the story I told you huh? did I tell you a story about somebody who was told to count up to 10 if he is angry I, finished, I didn't finish what I started because one day he got angry and started counting one, two, three, four, five, six. But he didn't finish. He should have finished. If he had finished, he would have saved himself. So I'll tell you that story. If not this year, another time. There is no shame. I want to know that one too. No. Yes, I am sorry. David served his generation. Ask your nearest sister, are you serving your generation or are you just doing foolish things in the world? Number three, Paul the apostle finished. 
He said, I have fought a good fight. Hey! You see me, I have my notes. I'm finishing all my notes. I'm almost at the end. Hey! (laughs) I have fought a good fight. Fight on while you have the light. While you have the grace Fight on While you have the grace Oh come on Get your tools and work While you have the light Work on Fight on Work on Stuff on the top Work on While you have the light Work on While you have the light Night comes when no one can work So come on, get your tools and work While you have the light So work on while you have the light Sing it to oh, somebody Work, work on, on while you have the light Night comes when no one can work So come on, get your tools and work While you have the light faith henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day and not to me only but unto all those that love his appearing amen are you there I finished my course can you imagine being alive I wonder if I can be alive and say I finished. Hey! I finished my course. I can't even imagine it. I, 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 I finished. But as I've come here, we have seven percent has been done. How can I have finished my course? No work done. We want more. We want more. 
We have to fight on. We have to fight on. While we have the grace. Do we have some grace? We got to fight on. Fight on while you have the grace. Where my Johnson? Fight on while you have the grace. Fight on while you have the grace. Oh, come on, get your tools and work. While you have the grace. Come on and fight on while you have the grace. Oh, oh, oh. fight on while you have the grace.
not more than four former hardcore sinners. If you are not a hardcore, when you stand there, you mention your, your sin. Have you killed somebody before? Go down. Hardcore sinners. This one was in the struggle for apartheid. Yeah, you see them here as masters. Are you hardcore sinners? 419. Hey! Okay! Are you ready to shout?
received the vinegar he said it is finished my sufferings are finished my sorrows are finished my work is finished all that I had to go through is finished wow may you one day say it is finished and that word means completing 
I've completed my work. It means I've executed and concluded a task. That's what it means to conclude a task. I've concluded my task. You get it? I'm just about to conclude my task. I've been preaching here since Tuesday. I'm about to complete, conclude. What do you think? Hmm? It means to accomplish and to make an end. Write it down. To make an end of something. Hallelujah. To make an end of something. Is that a vinegar? No, I want everybody to taste. Do you have enough vinegar for everybody? Huh? One bottle of vinegar. Hey! What does it taste like? one there. Everybody is going to chop some. Serve everybody vinegar. You think I'm the only one going to suffer? When he tasted the vinegar, he drank his vinegar. You see, you are supposed to drink some vinegar on this air. <coughs> some <coughs> hey. Pour it, there's no shame. Pour inside. Don't you why you give small? To quench their test. Wait, wait, we shall all drink at the same time. We shall all drink at the same time. Have you got your... Uh... Hold it and we shall all drink at the same time. Yeah, I've drank mine anyway. Hmm. As you finish the bottle. Ah! Here, here's one bottle. Don't drink it yet. I test it. I want more. When you hold it, say, I want more. I need this, it's too small. Some of you are cheating. If you don't get it, it's not about tasting. You have to drink and swallow it. As if you are quenching your thirst, like water. It looks like water, but it's not water. I want more. When they give you, say, I want more. I want more. The 
That's like if you haven't got your vinegar. I will not allow anybody to escape from this thing. Okay, are you ready? No, some people don't have. Have you seen how it looks like water? But it's not water. Okay, maybe some people don't have. Who doesn't have? Look, they have the glasses, but they don't have vinegar. Is it finished? Please, we have just about five minutes to go because they want to come into the hall. We have to go out. So hurry up so that we can conclude. Is your vinegar finished? If you have an empty glass, just get your drink. Get it from somebody. Somebody told me of the job they had. Wow. And then they told me.
everybody lift up your vinegar. If your neighbor does not have, okay? Father, as we taste this vinegar, we pray for the grace to experience all that you have for us. We want to be like you, Jesus. And we want to be as near and as close to you. We don't even know the meaning of what we are saying. That we pray for mercy and for your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Receive your vinegar. Drink all, drink all. Wow. Stand to your feet, everybody. We finished. finished. A time will come you must suffer some things. Don't run away from it. Drink it. After you've drank the last one of your life then you can say I have finished. Lift your hand and say I shall never run away from what I must experience. From what I must allow. From what I must yield myself to. From what I must suffer and from what I must go through, I can, I can do, I can do it by the grace of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for your children, your wonderful children. As we gather here, we pray for South Africa, for the countries in Southern Africa, Zambia, Malawi, Namibia. Swaziland, Lesotho, Zimbabwe, Botswana, Mozambique. Father, Madagascar, we pray that Lord, you will fill with churches, thousands of churches. Jesus, it's not by our might, nor by our power, but by your grace, your grace alone. Your mercies are over all your works. Now, Lord, send your mercies to hover over the church here. Whatever is our money, let it be multiplied so many times that we will not even recognize. Because as to build churches, to buy churches, to own churches, to send missionaries, to plant churches, to, to do your work in such a way, with such a warlike spirit, with the praises of God in our mouth and the sword in our hands. May we never retire until it's time it's over. May we experience what we must experience and go through what we must go through. May we be like Jesus one day and be able to say, it is finished. It's finished. It is finished. The experience is finished. The life is finished. The happening is finished. The, the life that you gave me, the calling, the job, it is finished. The work it is finished. Father, thank you that it is finished. Thank you that this is our meat, our satisfaction. To do your work and to finish, to finish 
to finish. Anoint the pastors that are here, Lord. Anoint the workers. Send your grace that we may finish what we started. Father, I, I pray for the joy of seeing the souls. Like I saw some of those souls from PE. They gave me joy. They gave me such happiness to see them. Oh, Jesus, bless us with more souls from everywhere, every corner. Let there be no part of South Africa that we can drive to or walk to without seeing some of the fruits. Oh, thank you for a great work that you have wrought in our hands through us. We thank you and we praise you. Lord, as we travel back by land, by sea, by air, may your blood cover us. May angels be on our left and on our right and on behind and in front of us and above us and below us. May we arrive safely by mercies and by your grace. And Father, let the fire that is in the church, let it become brighter. Let the light that is here, let it shine brighter. Let the zeal that is here, let it grow stronger. Lord, as we get older, may we become more on fire as we get gray hairs may we become wilder and more desperate in serving you thank you Jesus we should have been dead we know we should have had HIV but here you showed us grace to see today and we pray that you will give us this grace to carry on until the very end Jesus, I thank you. Touch each one now. Lay your hand on your head right now. Father, touch each one, especially with a new anointing, with a new grace. Touch, Lord, with a new spirit of faithfulness in this country, new spirit of loyalty. Anoint us to build all over the country, churches, Lord, littered, literally littered all over the nation. The souls anoint us. Fill each one to be strong to overcome our personal problems and our secret problem we have never discussed with anybody. And the things that disturb us in our private lives anoint us to be healed of those problems. Bless us, O God, in our houses and our families and take away the curse of barrenness. Let our daughters and our sisters not struggle to be married. Raise up young honorable men, men of honor, to marry our daughters and our sisters, Lord. That they shall not go wanting and begging and hoping all their lives. But they shall also be satisfied with the goodness of the Lord. Father, I thank you for your blessing and your healing in South Africa. Of the pain of apartheid and the pain of being, 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 being subjugated to all kinds of evil. Father, thank you. For a great light has begun to shine. And that light shall not be put out. And your mercies are over all your works. And he who began a good work shall bring it to a perfect end. We give you thanks. Lift your hand and thank him that you are new. You are blessed. You are healed. And you are used by God. For a great and mighty work. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord. For what you have begun. You shall bring it. To a perfect end. Thank you Jesus. Thank you for Zimbabwe. For 
helping Zimbabwe, helping them greatly, stabilizing the church and taking it way beyond. Every delay in Zimbabwe is overcome. We overrule every lock gate, we break open every padlock. We enter with joy and with zeal to persevere and prevail. Where others couldn't survive, we shall survive. What others couldn't do, we shall be able to do by the grace of God and by the hands and mercies of Jehovah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. In Jesus' name. And everybody shouted, Amen.
until it's over. May you win all those that you are destined to win. May your name be written in gold in heaven. May you be among the special ones whom the Lord has chosen. Those dear to his heart. Those so precious to him because they love him and they love his work and they love his vision and his purpose and they have the heart of their father may he bless you with things you cannot buy may he give you money you cannot earn by any natural means may he do for you what man cannot do for you in 38 years may he establish your feet May all the pastors be established. May their feet now stand on solid rock. Now, let every shaking aspect of the ground be stabilized now. That their ministries may go higher and higher until the true light has shone as far as it must shine. Father, I thank you. For you have blessed your work. Only you can do your work. Father, we feel helpless. It is only you who can finish what you started. So we lift our hands and we say, finish it, Lord. Finish it. It is our prayer that you finish what has been started in us. We love it. We like what we see. And we know we shall see a completed and finished work. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, you are blessed. Finish what you started in me. I like what I see. Wait. Are you buying my ticket to come here? Take out your offering. Buy the ticket. In this good offering. Finish what you started. Amen. If you can't buy my ticket, buy Grace's ticket. If you can't buy her ticket, buy Andy's. You want to pay for the ticket, say, I'm paying. And then just pay. Take out a good offering. As you are giving offering, you must ask yourself, can this contribute towards a ticket? And I want to know the offerings. Amen. Lift it up. Father, we are sorry for not giving much. But we give it in the name of Jesus. Amen. I shall receive the offering. From the start, you held a place in my heart, a place that no one else could feel. Spirit from working me, I couldn't look at life until the day that I will give away to the truth that I found in you. I never knew just how good it could be to stand in your presence totally
In the name of Jesus. Amen. Have you finished receiving your offering? Okay. We are going to sing for the last time. Finish what you started. Where are my dancers? Come on. Finish what you started. Come on stage. For the last time. This is tell somebody for the last. We are going home. Used to spend my whole life trying to figure me out. Like me, everybody believed. And I used to love to listen to people talking about.
together for the Lord Jesus. You can do better, you can do better, you can do better. Amen. Wow. Has it been a powerful camp or what? I tell you, we must finish what we started. Amen. I believe it's been so powerful. We really, really thank God for the life of our bishop. Let, let's put our hands together. Let's appreciate, let's appreciate the gift and the grace of God upon his life. Amen. Don't forget that um, we are having a mega family service with Bishop um, this Sunday. Okay. All branches, all roads lead to the family service. Um, we started at 4 o'clock. And to be able to accommodate everybody yeah, so, I believe we've all got the announcement. We're not ha- holding it at the Apache Church, not at Sunnyside, but University of Pretoria, Turkish Campus, Aula Hall. When you enter the campus, turn left and go straight and then right, and you are there. You can't get lost. Amen. There'll be some buses moving people from Sunnyside to the place and back. And um, so I want to encourage those of you who travel from far, try and stay and um, be part of the family service. I believe it's going to be something else. We must finish what we started. Amen. So I want to thank God for all the delegates who came from far and near. Um, we thank um, Shuffling Chairman for taking time to be with us. Amen. Reverend. Bishop-elect Ismail Sam, thank you for coming all the way from Tema. Reverend Dr. Klufio, thank you for coming all the way from around to be. Reverend Joel, all the way from the United States. Reverend Obi, all the way from Kenya. Reverend Dr. Hamish and Lady Pastor Mani, coming all the way from Nelspruit. Reverend Sawyer. 
God bless you. Coming from Zambia with all your people. Reverend Andijuma from Swaziland, God bless you. Pastor Eric DRC, God bless you. Pastor Apache, Pastor Emmanuel, Reverend Wizzy, Pastor Kwesi, Pastor Tabo, Pastor Peter, Pastor Godwin, Pastor Mandla, Pastor... Pastor Dennis, Pastor Hector, God bless you from Cape Town, Pastor Peter, local boy, and all of you, we really, really appreciate your coming, and um, Andrew, we hope you're going to come visit us in South Africa again, we really appreciated your, and the special dance team from PE, God bless you. Amen. And all the people who helped to make this work, God richly bless you. Amen. Please, all name tags um, must be dropped at the entrance or the exit. Drop your name tags. And there's also the last breakfast for everybody. Okay. But this breakfast, you have to finish it quickly because we, we got to be out of here by a certain time. All right. And... Um, I, I hear some of you did not finish paying your money. So, there's some angel police by the breakfast. Uh-huh, they will sort you out there anyway. So, please don't go out of the camp with any money in your pocket. Any money going out of the camp is illegal currency. So, just donate it there to help um, clear some problems. God bless you and see you again pretty soon. Amen. Share the grace as you are going. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, communion, fellowship, contribution, participation, miracles and breakthroughs of the Holy Spirit be with you. Tell three people, may you finish what you started. May you finish what you started. We hope you have been blessed and transformed by this camp. To get the most out of it, you will need to listen to it over and over again. Make sure you listen to all the other camps in the Macanair. Don't forget to stop by our website at www.diacubidmills.org. Here you can download other messages, videos and find out about all the books and other resources available by Diacubid Mills. May God bless you and your ministry.